Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Welcome to the very first episode of The Bass Station. This podcast is going to cover everything bass music related. I am recently on the festival high coming down from Wakan, which was two weekends ago at this point. It was fantastic. First year festival. I had never been to a first year festival before, but it went awesome. We didn't have any trouble. There was so much love and great energy going around. Everyone that I talked to had a great time and loved it. Would definitely recommend going to Wakan again. I liked the Wakan label before the the trip. 20 hours to Arkansas is a long time, but we made it through. Me and my crew, we only stopped... Uh, we didn't even stop overnight, actually. We did a couple stops for gas on the way there and on the way back, but we made it full 20 hours through each time, so proud of them. Ty and Phil, thanks for coming with me, guys. Thanks for getting me to go. It was uh, Phil's idea originally. Worked out awesomely. But basically, the bass station, I love bass music, and it's not just the music, it's really a lot of it's the energy surrounding the scene. People in the bass music scene have so much love for one another, have so much love for the artists that they see, appreciate the hard work that goes into producing these shows and all the events that happen. People get it, you know, most people get it, at least, in the scene. They understand that these people worked hard at something that they believed in, and they're out here supporting them, whether they're their friends, a fan, family, anyone. There's so many people out just supporting these artists in such a good, clean way. It's it's really mind-blowing. You don't see that in many other places, you know? People like music, and they go to all these events, but there's really a sense of community that goes along with bass music, and that's what draws me to it, and I think that's what draws a lot of people to the bass music scene, is the love that they experience. You know, the whole thing is plur, peace, love, unity, and respect. People preach that all the time, and you really do see it. Occasionally, you'll get some bad seeds, you know, one person out of the bunch is kind of an asshole. They really don't know what they're doing here. They're just, they're not meant for the scene. They're not meant to be in part of this love. And I'm not saying that anyone should be excluded. Everyone should be included in the bass music scene. That's what it's for. It's for those who don't feel accepted places to be accepted for who they are and what they want to be. But if you cannot do that, if you can't accept people like that and you have your own qualms about coming in and really being an open, loving person, then Go somewhere else. The scene is not for you. You know, I recently, I only recently started going to festivals. This is my first year actually hitting festivals. In the past, I've been to a lot of shows, you know. I, local, I'm local to the New York City area. It takes me about 45 minutes to get into the center of Manhattan when there's no traffic. But as you know, there is always traffic. So it usually takes about double that. But... We're close to we're close to New York City where I am. Had a lot of opportunities to go into shows um, in college. I got to see some shows throughout, you know, different places. I went to University of South Carolina. There um, there were a few music venues around there, but um, mainly in the New York City area. But this year, you know, I graduated from school. I came home, and all my friends love bass music, and I really got into the scene this year. Uh, Camp Bisco was my first festival. Shout out to Bisco. Um, that is a lawless wasteland. Land, and it is quite an experience for a first festival. It's it's different than what you see other places. Going there is 
kind of a good place to start because it's one of the toughest places to go. You're not camping near your car. Lots of shit happens. There's lots of bad weather. That mountain is very unforgiving. Breaking ankles. I didn't break any. I don't know anyone that broke any, but I could see that it's easy to break an ankle, lose all your shit. People there aren't always so respectful at Bisco. They're all, a lot of them are spun out, getting fucked up. That's what they're there at Bisco to do, you know? A lot of people just go to get fucked up, not for the love of the music and the love of the scene. Bisco's a weird place, in my opinion. Many of you may think differently about Bisco. Again, this was my first year going, but what I saw is that there are no rules. You show up, you get fucked up, you try to go listen to some music, and you hope that everything works out. It's kind of just sending a prayer to the wind going to Bisco. Other places are much more organized. Bay Center, very organized. Now, that's really a two-day event. It's... A festival, I, I think you count that as a festival. I don't know. Maybe it's not technically a festival, just an event, but it's a two-day thing. You stay in a hotel. That's a lot different. Staying in a hotel is very nice when listening to music. I highly recommend hotels. Um, Bass Center, great place. Bass Nectar. My first Bass Nectar was also this year at Bisco. I thought the Bass Nectar Bisco set was subpar compared to other artists that I have seen. Now, there's a lot of you who hate that I just said that. Many of you bass heads may have already stopped the podcast, but that's just my opinion. And you know what? Actually, it's not just my opinion. I heard that opinion from at least 50 other people, maybe even 100, that were not super impressed with his Bisco set. But some of my friends told me that he is not there at Bisco for a Nectar event. You know, it's not a Nectar event. It's the Disco Biscuit is their event. He's just invited to play. Nectar curated events are a much different animal. He gives everything for these events, and it really shows. Bass Center was a whole new experience. It was one of the best things that I've ever been to. Um, lots of great music. That was the best Ganja White Knight set that I have seen. Um, and from what I have seen, I've seen them four or five times. Now, Ganja White Knight is a little bit the same every time you know there's not a lot different i wish there was some people really switch it up each show um uh, i'm not sure if ganja's one one of those groups you know ganja's ganja's two fellas um they try you know they do a great job i love ganja white knights don't get me wrong i'm in the fan club i'm in the facebook group find me on there if you'd like to my name's sean um i love them i really love their music i rock out to every day almost I just think they need to vary their sets a little bit more. But again, that is only my opinion. It does not mean anything. You have your own opinion, and it is just as valid, if not more valid. But anyway, hit a Bass Nectar curated event. That's where you see why so many people love Nectar and have been to hundreds of thousands. Probably not thousands, definitely not thousands, but been to a shit ton of his events, and you can see why he puts he puts a lot of work into it, you know? His, are, his events are different. The ambassadors are everywhere. Everyone's loving Nectar, and it's all it's all about him, you know? But these, I, I like Wakan. Wakan was different for me because it wasn't, it wasn't just one artist. You know, it was Liquid Stranger's event, but he, he obviously wasn't the only one playing, and everyone else came and fucking rocked the house, man. There was not one bad set. I have seen some bad sets, but there was not one bad set. That's not just my opinion this time. That's a fact. Find someone who had a bad set at Wakan. I dare you. Let's talk about it. Let's hear it out. 
Con was great. People say that Couchlands is the thing that happens when you watch Lost Lands on your computer while it's getting streamed. That may be, but the true Couchlands happened at Wakan. I have not seen more people sitting on inflatable couches listening to music in my life. Almost 50% of the people had an inflatable mattress, an inflatable couch, or one of those, um, what's it, a pouch couch? Something like that. Invest in one of those. It's like 25, 30 bucks get a good one uh, you run around and try to fill it with air swinging it through it's a big hassle every person is gonna have their own opinion on how you should do it everyone's gonna tell you you're doing it wrong and to do it their way there is not one right way to do it I'm not even gonna tell you my opinion on how to do it because it's not the only way there are many ways just get the air in the pouch fill it up roll it up tie it up, forget about it. If you have a good pouch, it will stay inflated all day. I did not have a good pouch. I had some holes in my lining. It was kind of kind of fucky. It was really pissing me off, actually. Every couple, every hour or so, I'd have to refill that thing because I'd be just laying on rocks at that point. But I somehow still managed to fall asleep on it at every single stage, every single day. If we made it to every stage. Every stage that I was at, I fell asleep at at least once. When there were three stages, I slept at all three stages. Best sleeps of my life. My new DJ name is going to be Big Naps. Shout out to Ty for coming up with that. I think it's great. Big Naps. I'm down for the naps at the bass music, man. Especially on those couches, inflatable beds, anything. You feel those vibrations. It's like nothing you've ever experienced before. You don't need to be fucked up. You don't need to be on anything. Just fill one of those couches, sit in it, and feel the vibes. I I fell asleep very easily. If you don't fall asleep, good for you. Just enjoy that. Um... But yeah, peace, love, bass music. Really been enjoying my time here in the scene. I hope that it continues. Um, let's see. I, I I try to hit a lot of shows. I try to do as much as I can. You know, I saw Buku in Essex. I go to Dub Day. If you're in the New York area, actually, New York City area, New Jersey area, hit up Dub Day. It's every Tuesday in Brooklyn. It's run by Dice Man. Dice Man is a great DJ. You'll see him at the Dub Bus. The Dub Bus has been everywhere that I have been actually I haven't not seen the dub bus at one of the festivals I've gone to it's great dub bus is awesome they throw down some great artists that go with the dub bus um you'll see them associated they were at um they're everywhere look for Wade he's like a hundred feet tall always the tallest dude in the crowd raging long ass hair looks like a skeleton I say that because he's dressing up or he dressed up as a skeleton last year for Halloween and he's been posting on Instagram I think he's doing again he does um the nightmare before Christmas or something uh one of the events at dub day I don't know it's looking very interesting I cannot wait um, when it comes to the music that I like, um, I have a wide range of music. Excision got me into the scene. I I love getting that rage out, man. Something about fucking slamming your head almost into the rail as hard as you can really releases a lot of stress for me. I get out a lot when I'm on that rail and it feels great. People hate on rhythm. I am down with rhythm. I don't know why you gotta hate. People are out there pouring their hearts into it. Just because it's your not cup of tea doesn't mean it's not 
someone else's. There's different strokes for different folks. You find your strokes and you find your folks. That's how it'll be. Leave everyone else alone. You don't have to talk shit. You don't have to go to the rhythm shows if you don't want to. No one's making you. Although I do hate those rhythm hours. Why does it have to end at four or five in the morning? Seems ridiculous. I don't know. Yeah, again, sunrise sets, I love them, but I have to miss three sets before it at least if I'm going to be awake for that sunrise set. There's no way I can stay up till seven in the morning without taking a nap. I have a hard time staying up past 10 at night, let alone seven in the morning. I used to be a night owl, used to work all night, used to be in the night shift guy at a bar. It it sucked. I mean, I had a lot of fun. Had a lot of fun where I worked, but I am glad that I get to go to bed early now. However, the scene does not go to bed early. You do not have base shows from 3 p.m. till 9 p.m. It just doesn't happen. I wish it would. I'd be into it. Doesn't happen. So, late night it is. I gotta stay up. I drink lots of coffee. I do my thing. I watch him. I love the bass music, though. Really? Just all the vibes. But, what's gonna happen on this podcast? Why are you listening to me talk? I don't know. I haven't planned that far out yet. I have known I wanted to start a podcast for a while. I literally just finally sucked it up. Yesterday, I made some graphics. I got an Instagram, a Facebook. Follow me. It's Base Station Pod. I believe it's Base Station Pod. It's either that or the Base Station Pod. Um, Let me look right now. Hold your horses, everybody. We're checking. We're checking. All right. It's the Base Station Pod. No spaces. T-H-E-B-A-S-S-S-T-A-T-I-O-N-P-O-D. Find me on Instagram. Find me on Facebook. We're going to find the podcast. The podcast, if you're listening, you're probably listening on iTunes or SoundCloud at this moment because those ones are letting me put it out for free. So, shout out to... Apple and SoundCloud. Also, though, if you're going to start a bass podcast, I guess it has to live on SoundCloud because that's where good bass music is. Um, Oh, I was talking about what got me into the scene. Yeah, Excision got me into the scene, but recently I've been fucking with more experimental bass. Um, The deep space bass, the wub wubs. Um, Really loving it. It's kind of... That's what happens at... um, Dub day. Every Tuesday, dub day, you get some hardcore experimental bass, usually. At least the times I've been there, it's been experimental. But I've mostly gone to see my boy, shout out, Undefined. Undefined, great DJ in the local New Jersey, New York area. He's on the come up. Find him online. It's Undefined with an H before the F. So it's U-N-D-E-H-F-I-N-E-D music. That's his Instagram. You can find him on Instagram, on Facebook. You can go see him at Dub Day uh, sometimes. I will let you know exactly when he's um, performing, but he's got a great set, man. I love when Phil throws down. He came with me to Wakan. He DJed the ride home for us. It was fantastic. So, experimental bass is where it's at right now. Space bass, deep wubs, but I love it all. Um, Currently, my favorite artist is Whipped Cream. Shout out Lil Whip. Uh, Whoever's in charge of Team Cream on Facebook, will you just accept me? I don't know what's going on. I... I just click yes. I answered all your questions, man. I just want to be in Team Cream. I want to know when that merch is dropping. With Cream, if you release a jersey before I have recouped my money, I'm going to be a little upset because I want 
a jersey. I, I really want a base jersey. I was going to buy one at Wakam, but I wasn't super impressed by them, except the hockey one. The hockey Wakam one was really nice, but too expensive. Didn't end up buying it. Out there, if you're listening to me and you are loving what you're hearing so far, which you're probably not because it's been a bunch of bullshit, but if you're loving this and you happen to have a Ganja White Knights jersey, please hit me up. I would love to buy it off of you. Size large, extra large, I will take it. I will pay. I will trade you things that I have. I want that jersey. I don't want the one with the orange on the sleeves. I want the one with the orange on the vest part and the black sleeves. I think it's V2. I don't quite remember. You're going to know it if you have it. Please sell it to me. I've been in... I've been in search of that since I since I got since I got really want that jersey that's really the only one I want right now um I take liquid infinity it's I um oh that new space Jesus one that he wore at Wakan that's a nice jersey take that shit um, but really, whipped cream, little whip. She throws down into the rhythm, uh, going hard. She's got some new shit coming out with Lil Xan. I'm not a fan of Lil Xan. Not a fan of Xanax as it is. But, you know, again, different strokes, different folks, all that sort of shit. Not gonna... Not gonna be one to judge. Speaking of not judging people for the substances they confume, it's time for the beer of the episode, brought to you by the liquor store up the street from my house that sells loose beers for $1.50. Today, we're drinking Not Your Father's Mountain Ale, Citrus Brew. Um, I picked it because it was one of the only loose beers they had, other than a Truly, which I didn't want to be my first beer of the podcast um not your father's root beer is really good had that this is a bright green beer i am actually a little nervous to drink it because things you put in your body shouldn't be neon colors everybody that's not natural Ooh, it's not bad that was a silly ooh. um that's actually pretty good very citrusy um, I'd drink it again. Not a lot of it. One or two at a time. It's too sweet. It's alright. Yeah, I know. I'm doing beers of the podcast as a base podcast. I should do strains of the podcast. However, I live in New Jersey. That's not legal yet. If it was, we'd be doing strains of the podcast. Fuck a beer of the podcast. So, until that point, till I move, till it's legal... We will be doing beers of the podcast. If you know anyone that grows really good CBD, send them my way. That is legal. I will do CBD strains on here. Would love to. I just don't trust many of the people growing it right now because of all that bullshit you hear on the news about uh, GMOs and pesticides and all that shit going in our in our CBD and our marijuana. Please stop doing that shit, y'all. Just let it grow. Put it outside. If it goes bad, throw it out. Plant another. Planting things is generally cheap. Seeds are not expensive, believe it or not. You can buy seeds for nothing. You could trade for some seeds if you really wanted to, but that's not what we're here for. Um, thank you guys for sticking with me this long. I'm not really talking about much. I want to get guests on here. If you are a DJ or you are a producer, you're a promoter, you are another bass podcaster, you're just someone who loves the scene. 
fucking hit me up, yo, we're gonna get you on here, I'm trying to talk to as many people about why they love bass music, what draws them in, why they stayed, and anything along those lines, if you produce your own art around bass music, let's get you on here, I'd love to hear about it, I'd love to see your shit, I, I love it, I love how many people there are in this scene that produce art surrounding it, you know, people making the music aren't the only ones that can make art, and I'm glad there's opportunities for others who aren't, je- like, aren't able to produce music, but able to produce visual masterpiece that get involved, so good for you guys finding a way to be involved, that's what I'm trying to do, is to find my way of being involved, I was a journalism major in school, I am not very, I am tone deaf, actually, ask um, people that know me and music, I can't sing, I can't hum on key, can't really whistle on key, I can't do anything, I can't mix music well, but I love listening to it, I love raging to it, and I love talking about it, that's the skill I have, and I'm going to use it. I'm going to build something with this. This podcast is going to happen as often as I can get it done. I need you guys to hold me accountable. Hit me up every day if you want to and tell me to do a new podcast. Give me topics. There is no set guideline for this. I haven't written down a single thing for this podcast. I literally cracked a beer, opened my computer, plugged in a microphone, and just started talking to you guys. I, to be completely honest, forgot almost everything that I have said up to this point, and it's only been 20 minutes, but I cannot wait to get you guys on this podcast, I want to hear your stories, that is the most exciting thing for me, is that I'm going to be able to talk to people who love this scene, and just want to share it with others, for now, that's going to be it, thank you guys so much for sticking with me, if you haven't already, please like the podcast, like my Instagram page, again, it's the Base Station Pod on Facebook, Instagram, give me a like, give me a follow, subscribe to the podcast, and leave a review if you want to, please leave a nice review, if you have a mean review, write it in a DM, send it to me, and I'll tell you what I think of it before you post it, that's how we'll do mean reviews, nice reviews, post them anyway, go ahead, I'd love that. Love hearing from you guys. I cannot wait to do this again. (sighs) Sayonara. That's how I'm signing off on this one. I'll come up with a a better sign off. That's it for now. Peace.